Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Legion's Lounge. I'm Andrew, your host uh, with the Cardboard Cohorts YouTube channel. And with me is CEO of Future Lore Studios and creator of Legion's Realms at War, Taylor Howe. Taylor, what's going on, buddy? Hey, guys. Welcome back. It's good to be here. And, of course, with us, as always, as well, is Matt Waller, our uh, producer of the Legion's Lounge. What's going on, Matt? Not too much, man. What's going on with you? Oh, nothing, you know. Busy, busy day. Uh, you know, Busy times. Not, oh, yeah, you know, getting ready for our, our YouTube channel, you know, and everything like that. So, been busy, busy. No, oh, I get it. I get it. So, tonight, I thought, you know, we don't have any guests tonight. Um and and that's that's going to be something that comes up every once in a while. We're not always going to have a guest. Everybody's schedules are different, and and things happen. Um, so with that, I thought tonight let's focus on the Legion's Realms at War and the community. What do you guys think about that? Sounds I, great. We're all about the community. You know that. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I know going into this, um, it was kind of a short notice to record this, and you guys had no idea what I was going to bring up topic wise. <laughs> And I thought, hey, there's a bunch of stuff going on uh, within Legion's Realms at War and uh, community, and and let's talk about some of those uh, awesome things that are available to the community. For sure, sounds amazing. That's what it's about. So, so let's start with uh, the first thing, um, and what I think is probably, in my opinion, one of the coolest things that Legion's Realms at War has done to date, um, and that's the Legion's Ambassador Program. What do you guys? No, I, I fully agree. I, I, I think it's amazing. It's a super great way to incentivize, like, not only going to, like, local game stores, but to incentivize growing a, a community even further. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's that's the thing, right? We, uh, especially in small ADTCGs in this space, you know, I, we covered it on the previous podcast that, uh, that it's a, we, you know, a lot of games didn't really have a chance before uh, Flesh and Blood came out of nowhere and smashed open the gates for everybody uh, to play as a trail for new indie TCGs, right? Mm -hmm. And they've done it so successfully, and then MetaZoo followed in their tracks. So, you know, um, as they're exploring different pathways um, with Fab exploring and going heavy into competitive play and MetaZoo going big into their collectability and their IP and their branding, you know, we needed to figure out what is Legion's mission, what is what what do we want to do as an indie TCG, and what do we want to do in this space, and what's going to define us. And um, the word community gets thrown around a lot. Um, it gets thrown around by content creators, uh, by by game developers, by people on Kickstarter. They're you know they're like, oh, we're about the community, we're about the community. But do they really put their actions with their words right right and that's one thing that we really want to do is that we're not just going to say it we're going to do it and the ambassador program is a prime example of that you know this is something that me and my team have been working on for quite some time and the the whole concept is you know even we look at being in canada much like i'm sure fab did with being in new zealand canada specifically ontario the province that we're from is our own island Right, that's the way we look at it. Is our mm -hmm. island is separated from the rest of the world, and with how big the United States is, and the demand, and the um, the just the sheer volume of people, and the people that are ha have money or play games or involved in this space, um, we're on an island up here. And mm -hmm. how do we branch out from that island? And the number one thing is we need to continue to grow the player base on our island, but also reach places we couldn't reach normally, and we have to do that through the great community that we've already built and through that ambassador program uh, assigning or rewarding players uh, and community members and fans of the game however they re they were able to find us um, the way to grow in their community and we want to reward them for doing so no 100 and i think it's just amazing like i i personally love the idea i think it's such a good way to go about things Especially because then it's like, it just keeps bringing more people in, regardless of how you look at it. Yeah, not only that, but I, I mean, like, we we talk about this. Uh, well, I talk about this a lot. Um, Future Lore Studios, you know, Legions Realms at War. It's it's only been you know active for uh, just a little bit over a year, and 
that's what it really impresses me the most is uh, you guys know me. I've been covering games for a while, um, I, I, you know, on our channel, uh, but I've been playing games for a lot longer. And throughout my three decades of playing, you know, TCGs and tabletop games, I can't think of a time where I've seen a game offer something like this uh, an, an ambassadors program. I oh, mean, I, I just I can't. And like, even if it's not like directly for the players, it still incentivizes like it's still not even incentivizes. It still just shows people that's like, hey, the creators are willing to put in time and all this to give back as much as they can. Well, and for yeah. those who are watching uh, or listening to this at home or at work or in your commute or whatever, you listen to the Legion's Lounge. Um, if you're wondering what the ambassador program is, you can go onto our website, www.legionsrealmsatwar.com or .ca. Either way, it takes you to the website. Um, and right up at the top, uh, whether you're on your computer or if you're on your mobile, it's the hit the little bars up in the corner, and it gives you a whole. Uh, it gives you our, our tabs there, and if you go down, and you'll see um, programs. And you click on the programs, and we actually have three programs currently going on right now, and they're going to continue to go on, but they're the programs that we endorse as our company. And the first one right there in the list is the Ambassador Program. And that, that program is to incentivize and grow the community through one player at a time. And any whether you found us through YouTube, uh, via Andrew's channel, or any other content creators, um, or you found us through this Legion's Lounge, or through Discord, or through Kickstarter, right? However you found us, um, first off, thanks for, for jumping in, thanks for supporting, and thanks for giving us a look and give some of your attention. But when you look at that uh, Ambassadors program, that's for you guys, for all you listeners out there, um, is that you can... You can read through it. It explains the whole tier system. Explains, you know, what it what it means to be a Legion's ambassador and eventually a, a community champion, like the one that's currently in our in our podcast right now. Uh, Andrew himself, um, you know, he is a Legion's ambassador, right? And that's that that's about the going into your game store, talking to your to your local store owner, talking to some players. Uh, getting them interested in it and seeing if they can reach out and contact us at Future Lore Studios. And if you do that, you automatically qualify for our tier one of our of our uh, ambassador program because you got one of your local game stores to contact us directly. And so we send you out actually a prize tier right to you um, to reward you for your efforts and trying to get a stores to take a look at us. And then from there, we send out a welcome kit to the stores and you know you run in a you run a welcome event at your store and a learn to play and boom right there um if the store is on board and would like to do it and there's enough interest and they when they place their first order with us you the legion's ambassador unlocks another tier of the ambassador program and then when we get competitive play and you get competitive play over over a period of time you unlock another tier of the ambassador program and it works your way up to community champion. And when you get to that community champion, we award you with the Holy grail of TCG world. And that is a full uh, framed uncut sheet of our most recent set. Yeah. Which is, I'm going to say is a, a phenomenal piece. I have so one hanging cool. up. If you watch my YouTube channel, I have one hanging up on the wall behind us when we do our content. Um, absolutely amazing i i love that unkey uncut foil it's awesome man no it's so cool dude i love it it looks so, so and that's what i that's what i really really like so <laughs> you you i was an ambassador before the ambassadors program right um uh i just took the love and passion for the game that i had and and i just reached out but i really love how you took the ambassadors program and broke it down into these different tiers these four different tiers um because you're not saying hey you got to get us into a store like and that's the thing like a lot of people are like oh my gosh you know the ambassadors program it sounds like it's it's hard work it seems like it's impossible to do trust me it's not impossible to do this is coming from somebody that's done it it is not is not an over-the-top thing it's literally like i tell everybody I, and you guys know this i've been saying this community since day one if if you love a game you just take it into your local game store and you play it. You show it off. You showcase it because usually a game that is 
as great as Legion's Realms at War is, it usually sells itself. You just have to showcase it. Other than that, it sells itself. Like when we went into our local game store, Guild Vault Games, uh, we were in there for probably three hours. Um, Opal and Caleb were doing, you know, their um, learn to play with uh, the staff there. And while they were doing that, I was showing cards and stuff off to, uh, you know, uh, customers. And um, we left, and it was probably a week to two weeks later. Um, they had already ordered stuff from uh, Future Lore Studios. Uh, so it seems like it's an impossible task when you're reading through it. And I know that it can be overwhelming, especially if, you know, it's not your your thing, your cup of tea going to stores and trying to sell things. Not everybody's a salesman, but that's the thing. You don't have to be a salesman um, to to uh, promote something that you love. Um, you just have to showcase it, and it, it does the rest. And that's one of the main things, the main reasons why, like, that very first tier, like, you get a, you get rewarded right from us, free of charge, um, just for getting interest enough for the store to contact us. That just Dude, has you, to be an email. That doesn't even have to be a, a, an order placed. It's not even really that. You're not the only one getting rewarded in the ambassador program. The LGS is getting rewarded because you guys send Future Lore Studios sends the LGS, you know, these um, starter decks that they can use throughout the store for new players to try out. And you send them LGS. So you send them this LGS kit full of play mats and stuff. So it's kind of like a win win for the LGS and for the person trying to become part of the ambassador program. There's really no way to lose in my opinion right exactly and that's the thing is we so like i said we supply the lgs as soon as they contact us and we know where they're located uh anywhere in the continental usa or in canada and wherever they're located and we we touch base with them and they give us an address to ship to and we're going to ship them that free lgs starter kit right and it's like andrew said there it's going to get you some some starter decks it's going to get you some uh some rule sheets and you know a, a sample of each one of our of our products, as well as uh, some play mats. So the store has some boxes to crack open, packs to sell and make money off of right there, then and there that is free for them to even acquire, and uh, play mats and starter decks for people just to learn and jam games right away. Right, um, we we don't we don't see any other better way of doing that than than hit the ground running and you know and and be and be the you know be that that spark in a world where there's so much demand so much um so much viewpoint on the fact that like you need to you need to carry the game or you need to carry this or um we want you to buy this and it's like no it's free to try out it's free to it's free like you don't have to put anything on the line all you have to do is send it send an email to us the store and be like hey we had a customer that was interested in this and we're going to send the store that package and we're going to send that person who got the store to contact us a package as well just as an appreciation and thank you yeah so basically you contact your you get your lgs to send future lore studios an email and you walk away with something and the lgs walks away with something and it didn't cost anybody a dime the only person that cost a dime was future lore studios for them to ship the stuff because well, no, you guys exactly. don't even you guys don't even you know you don't even um, charge them for, you know, shipping the stuff. No, not at all. And something I want to add is it's it's very, like, realistic tiers, you know? It's like, first you get no interest in the game, and then from there, what you get, you can then use to help get legions in your store without even having to do anything. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like Guild Vault Games, man. Like... I I had an extra LGS kit that Taylor sent me when me and Opal and Caleb went to a TCG convention and we were, you know, showing off um, Legion's Realms at War there. So we had a couple extra boxes. So I just I, I messaged Taylor. I was like, hey, man, are you cool with me going up and, and taking this box to, you know, Guild Vault Games? And he's like, yeah, sure. Uh, and like you said, Matt, it, it, that's all they needed. They just needed some uh, demo decks you know, to set out and to have people try out. And from there, it just, it, it, like I said, it sold itself. They didn't really have to even put any, any hard work into selling the game because, you know, great games sell themselves. Well, and exactly. uh, that's and... what, that's what it does. And, and like you said, 
that's that was tier what tier two you're walking away if you can get it into the store and the store actually carry it you're walking you, with four the ambassador boxes. are walking away with four booster boxes man and something like, that's who awesome who doesn't like booster boxes everyone loves booster boxes but something that's awesome is it's like you don't need like a super highly competitive deck to sell the game no, right you don't not. want you don't, like don't. it's not that you don't want it but it's like yeah it's it works it's not, it's either not like, way it's not like Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, you know, with all these dual links and all this other crap out where I, you know, now in order for me to to play, I have to pay. I have to, you know, spend high dollar to, it's like magic now. Magic used to not be that way. In order for me to have constant competitive decks with uh, Magic the Gathering, I have to constantly revamp my deck, like probably once a month, once every couple, two months, with new cards and spend money and uh they're not cheap cards most of the time you don't have to do that with legions realms at war not i mean like most of my best cards are 50 cents each like it's and that's like even if, that's if someone doesn't have a spare why like, don't you ask how... me right now matt ask me right now how much i spent on one deck of, of a commander deck on magic the gathering ask me how much i spent how much $750. Damn. This is for a competitive deck, and I'm not even a competitive player. This is me for me just to smash ass at my house, you know, and to to you know be like, yeah, I, I'm 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 the shit at this game. It, it was it, it can get very pricey because I do play with people that do play competitively in tournaments. So yeah. even if I just play around at my house with Magic the Gathering. I still have to have something that's going to compete against their tournament decks, which means I'm going to have to go and spend money on and a competitive it just, deck it when I don't even play like, competitively. Yeah, it creates a... I don't want to call it an unhealthy loop, but it similar. it's pretty much an unhealthy loop. Whereas with Legions, it's very... Like I said it before, Like some of my best cards are 50 cents, you know? And ones that are like super good, like at most, that are needed... $40. Yeah. And it's not like you're running like 60 of them. It's two, three, maybe. Like, it's not. Well, even... that's part of the thing is we wanted to build rarity into the game for not only for collectability, but everyone likes Chase in their boxes, right? And we know that's very, very important in today's world. And, you know, but in having that, how do you do that without creating a paywall for players or some sort of wallet fatigue right and that's the thing is our high rarity stuff yeah it's good it's but most of the time the rarity and the chase factor comes based on how the card looks yeah or absolutely how, how the artwork looks as opposed to what its power level is and that's the thing is the fact that um even if it has a a, a semi-powerful effect or that it's really key uh, cog in your deck um ultimately the exalted you only need one copy of because that's all you can play so it's not like you have to go and hunt a playset of three or four like in other games right. you only have to get one of it so even if that card is difficult to find and it's like a hundred bucks or something then you only need one of it right exactly. so like so like for me for instance with with the uh release of frontiers back in what was it june right june july it was july 21st yeah july um my two favorite cards from that set aren't exalted rares. They're not renowned rares. They're just uh, it's we bleed for this, which is an orc card, and um, the grim grave growler, which is you know a <laughs> werewolf for the undead deck. Those are literally my two favorite cards from that set, and they're they're not high priced cards. There's nothing super fan like you said. I usually when I'm chasing a card with legions realms at war i'm going after that art style but i'm also going off of those i'm going for those commons and uncommons because that's what my that's the that's the meat and potatoes of my deck right that's mostly what my deck's going to be full of and those cards are just as important as the rares the exalted rares and the you know the renowned rares are no exactly right like um for me my two favorite cards in the set one of them is a reprint I just love the new artwork for it. It's Imprints of the Grim, right? It's so nice. And then also Mindamax, the Lost Messiah Radical. Like, 
basic five power angel warrior it's just the artwork on it is so cool like very similar to like Priscilla. I, I, mean, I mean come on man a, what, tell me one card that's not beautiful and, no exactly with the angel like that whole set with any legion dude like amazing so and then and then you know as we go on down the list for our for your tiers we got the third tier which is you know start up a weekly lgs campaign event where now your lgs not as only carrying the game but now they're they're hosting these um weekly events kind of like you know i said guild vault games does now and then when you do that you're walking away with you know what is it uh uh sarasada uh the louis Luai, a boundless riptide um and a dark dark sky which is super awesome i you know which and those three are all extended and then the serena sada is not yeah, hey. and all of those are exalted cards. Yeah, they're all right? so I've, good. I've never seen the Lady Dark Sky in person until the Guild Vault Games tournament, um, when Josh just dominated Opal so bad and felt <laughs> super super bad about it. He ended up um, walking over and handing her a Lady Dark Sky, uh, which I thought was really just cool, and that just kind of shows like how the community is. Um, that we're just a giving bunch that stems from the top down right like we were talking about right from the very beginning about the community and the and how important it is and that's that's the niche we're carving out in this tcg space you know um those those who lead by example are the ones that reap the rewards of it right and you know we we put our best step our best foot forward and we lead by example and we we make sure that at Futuro Studios, it's uh, about the community 100%. And if we give to the community, the community gives back, right? Whether that's supporting the game, coming out to their LGS, getting into the uh, new games into the store through the ambassador program, or like you just said there, right? At a competitive tournament, one of our top players walks over and hands another player um, a promo card or an exalted card, a high rarity card that they didn't have access to or couldn't find and just gives it to them for free. Like yeah. that's the that's the community environment that we are trying to instill, and we do that by leading the charge ourselves. Well, no, exactly, and and something I think that's really awesome is how it's just they can like they have these this power to move like the player base can just move so much, and it's it's awesome, right? And it's like the the FLS team will go down to your local game store, right? Like, how far was the Tennessee Guild Vault Games trip? 10-hour drive for them. Yeah, we drove about 10, 10 10.5-hour drive down there to support and and run the tournament. Yeah. And, and, uh, yeah, they they sure did. And and, uh, ran the tournament like professionals they did. Like, it was was just – and, you know, I expected to have a good time, even though, like I've mentioned before, the timing was – not the best for mm-hmm. us in our personal life with me and my wife with a lot of things going on um we just had so much going on and and taylor i think could tell that before even mentioned him what was going on uh because he didn't see the normal cheery you know idiotic andrew that you guys see on the youtube channel um uh, we just had a lot going on but even with all that stuff going on in our personal lives we had such an amazing time. We actually had fun. It allowed us a, a, an opportunity to escape what was going on for just a little bit. Let us clear our head and and just, you know, play some games. You know, my wife's not even a TCG player. and She was there the entire time supporting me and supporting uh, Taylor and the game because she knows what the game means to me and my team here. Uh, so uh, it's just... The community is is really everything, and and you see that when we all get together, like how great it is. Exactly. And if I can ask, how much better do you think it ran that Taylor and the FLS team was there? Well, I mean, I, I can't. Ed and Nick and and um, the the staff there at Guild Vault Games, they are so knowledgeable and they are so good at what they do um, that. It, of course, when you have the creator of the game and his staff there, yeah, things are gonna run smoother, obviously. Yeah, no, but like um, um not sorry, not to discredit Ed or Nick, but like how how do you think it made the experience? Well, I mean, come on, man. I <laughs> I you have the creator of this game that you're playing there, physically yeah. there. I mean, just 
you know, I talk about it all the time. It's not anything me as a content creator ever thought in a million years that I would be sitting in the room with a creator of a game, much less the creator of my favorite game, game right? So, if you know, for me, that was a pretty crazy moment. But you have to think these people, some of these players had just walked in that day or maybe the night before and found out that, you know, there was a tournament going on and that the creator of the game was going to be there. And that I think is really, really what pushed the player base to be there. Cause they're like, Holy, Holy shit, man, this, th he's coming down from Canada, him and his staffs coming in these other players, you know, the best in the world was there for legions realms at war. Uh, AJ, he was there. Uh, and, and, and that's the thing. Like we, we talk so much trash you know, for months <laughs> hyping this tournament up because we're like, okay, it's, you know, the United States versus Canada in this tournament. You know, we've got this this AJ Demons coming down here and, you know, he's talking all this trash and he's going to come down and just smoke the the North America players. And uh, he, he didn't win. And it was kind of like, wow, you know, <laughs> I will tell you, we all, even us here in, in, in the United States, we thought for sure AJ was walking away with that dub, but uh, when Ed won, man, like it was so, it was just, you know, you don't, I'm obviously not competing against Canada because, you know, Canada's full of like the nicest people I've ever met. It's just, you know, you have to have that healthy competition, you know, and 100%. that's what it was. And um, I just think, you know, having the creator of this game there and these great players, just really pushed the the tournament more for the for the player base that was there and the smiles and the laughs and everything that people were sharing like you did not see one person with a frown on their face that entire time through the very very long day it was um we all just continued to have a good time and and i think taylor can attest to that as well yeah for sure and that, that was that was the best. Like I said before, I think I mentioned it in prior podcast, but, you know, uh, getting down there, we were meeting Andrew and, and friends and family and stuff uh, for the first time uh, on the Friday after driving 10 and a half hours. Uh, we were meeting them for dinner. And, you know, that was us like on the whole drive down. We drove through four states to get there. And uh, we're like time crunch. We're like we told Andrew we we're going to meet him for seven o'clock for dinner. And, you know, so we got we got there. Um, and it was just it was relaxing right like is after a long drive just to walk in and have a great meal with great friends and and you know it like andrew has said before it really feels like family and you know that's the that's the crazy part because you meet these people through online um and through watching their content and um and just conversing right and you know, to meet them in person and pick up like you've been friends for years is huge. Um, and that and once again, I think that just comes back to that community building from the top down. Right. When when we work hard to make sure the community is 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 stable and, and good and welcoming and you get individuals like Andrew and Opal and Caleb uh, and Amber that want to push forward and and uh, reciprocate that and, and be great people in return. Um, that breeds a very um, addictive personality of of bettering each other, right? So uh, it's it's something that happens in, as a life lesson, but also just in the TCG space as a whole, right? And that's the kind of stuff that's amazing. And um, so when we got there and in, enjoyed that dinner, and it really felt like like a, a member of the family. And then we went over to Guild Vault afterwards. And that was the best experience for me. Not downtown playing the meeting uh, of Andrew. I think that was obviously a highlight and it's something I looked forward to for a long time. But walking into a store that I have only seen in pictures, never seen in real, real life and walking in, uh, meeting the individuals, but walking in and witnessing them uh, play the game that we created, right? And I... Uh, and seeing the look on their face, you know, I, I remember the very first interaction with one individual there and he slams down a card and he's like, looks up at me and he says, you're the guy, like, you're the guy that made this, you're the guy. And, uh, and, you know, I don't often get times to step away and look at things objectively because I'm constantly working my butt off and, you know, our staff is very small. So I'm working around the clock a lot of times 
and I don't get a chance to take a look up and look around, you know, very often. But that whole experience was amazing because um, I got to look at it objectively. I was away from my workstation, away from developing cards, and I got to interact with the community in a very real way at such a far reach, like to see how far something we created reached. It was amazing. Yeah, that is that has to be, you know, you know, up there in Canada and seeing your game all the way down here in Clarksville, Tennessee, knowing how that it, it stretched that far has to be just a surreal moment in life, I feel like. It for sure was, right? And there, there were so many things to highlight and the great experiences we had in such a short period of time. Like, we were there for all of, what, 50, 55 hours, and we came yeah. back, right? So, like, it was such a short period of time. Would we have liked to stay and do a lot more? Yeah, but, you know, unfortunately, like, we being a small team, we have a, we have a business and a company to run. we got to keep producing the game everyone loves to play. So, you know, it, it ended up being one of those turn and burns, but we tried to absorb every last little bit of drop we could before we had to return home. And, you know, and that's that's the unfortunate part about being so far away. Sometimes we got to we got to drive an extra distance. But, you know, we're going to be making a lot more trips to the United States this year. Um, and yeah. uh, one very important one that's coming up in uh, in August. So, yeah, yeah. Can't wait. We'll, we'll announce that at a different episode, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. So, I don't know um, if I can be there, but that's going to be amazing. What's that, Matt? Uh, we're talking about Gen Con, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's going to be awesome. I'm excited. Yeah. Well, I will be there in person for sure. Uh, me and my wife will be. Um, we, we, we're actually been talking about it for like the last few days. So, uh, but let's talk about the last, um, and to me, the most important part of the Impassers uh, tier is uh, becoming a community champion, which is an awesome thing. Um, but I will tell you that, you know, this is probably the most difficult tier to reach with the ambassador program because you have to be consistent. You have to keep that passion and um, you have to just keep spreading the word of the game and you have to keep loving it, enjoying it. So that's a problem, I think, with with um, today's generation is that they're they they lose interest so quick and mm-hmm. quickly with things um i see it all the time um through games that i i uh cover and different communities i'm part of um you can see somebody's really gung-ho about a game for like you know a month and then it releases and then you just don't see that person anymore um you don't hear them talk about it anymore um they've moved on to different things um and sometimes that's the way life is some sometimes Things aren't how we think they're going to be. Um, maybe, maybe sometimes they didn't. The game wasn't as great as they thought. But that community champion tier—that's um, when you have to actually have the love and the passion for the game. Um, not just Legions, Realms of War, but any game actually that you're, you know, super passionate about and that you that you really enjoy. You should you should always be pushing those games, no matter what. And and I think honestly. Like I said, I think that's the hardest tier um, is to keep that love and that passion um, and, and keep pushing with it. It's it's it can get very tiring. Trust me. <laughs> I know. And I think Taylor knows that I know that um, we, we you put in a lot of work when you're constantly, you know, promoting a game or you're constantly, you know, pushing it. You know what I mean, Taylor? Oh, for sure. And that's what I mean, right? Like. Uh, oftentimes we have this uh, we have this analogy outside of like when we we're talking about our island right but we also have another one here in studio where we talk about um that snowball right and it started out as like a little small idea and you know it gets tossed around a couple times and get the snow gets more and more packed up and um you know eventually it gets to a point where you can't throw it anymore and it's just it requires a push mm-hmm. and it and then it eventually gets big enough where you can't push it by yourself anymore and it takes a it takes a community to push it, right? And eventually, you push it to that point where you can get it to a hill, and it it, it reaches a mass amount of audience. And now you no longer have to push; it rolls itself, right? And that's the 
that's the big thing is that you know we can we only have a big enough reach right we only reach so far as a small studio in a different country so um, we can only reach so far and my main focus is not even necessarily the reach i gotta make make sure i'm producing the game that's there to back up when it reaches people so you know so so i know like pat mentioned on one of our past podcasts is that you know the company he works for has three people that are responsible just for social media alone right like yeah i don't even have, i don't even have three people designing cards <laughs> right <laughs> right it's just me so i mean let alone have people just to push social media, right? I'm doing that and some, right? And that's why great, that's going back to that as a great community champions, that that tier that we know that if people push to get to that tier, they're working their butts off and, you know, and we want to give back to those people. And that's what we did with Andrew and his team because the amount of work that they put in and they keep doing it. It's not like they, oh, they got the, the uncut sheet and then they stopped, you know? This guy is. This guy's got his head yeah. down, and he's and he's he's pushing with us, right? You know, that's that's the that's probably the hardest part. As you know, not just a fan of 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 games, but as a content creator as well, it's really hard for me to sit back and watch other content creators. Um, you know, they they get all this product, um, and um. Sometimes I look at it and I'm like, wow, you didn't really put in much work to get that product. And then if if things don't work out for them or, or they don't like something, they just they just drop it. And and that's so I, I hate content creators like that. It just it just I something about it is always just rubbed me the wrong way that it's that's not the reason you should be in it. Um, because I've pushed, you know, legions without asking for anything ever um just because i i like the game and i think at the end of the day that's just how you should be mm-hmm. um and it's it's just it's always been the thing that bothered me um seeing that I, and and i see it quite a bit because you know you know me taylor i watch a lot of i watch a lot of like you you listen to a lot of tcg podcasts you're you're constantly learning you're constantly bettering yourself as a creator and I do the same thing as a content creator. I watch a lot of different, um, you know, uh, people reviewing games and talking about games. And, and I see it quite often. And it's just, I don't know, something about it's always rubbed me the wrong way. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, like I said, I, I, you know, I work 13 to 16 hour days usually, you know, well into the evening and, uh, and sometimes well into the morning and keep going. Right. And I, you know, it's very little unless I'm, you know, have to eat something or go to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm very little times do I not have my headset on me because I'm either listening to a podcast, listening to a seminar, mm-hmm. uh, listening to a video while I'm working on stuff. And it's I live and breathe this, man. Like you got to love it because it doesn't always love you back. And, yeah, exactly. I, I know what you mean. I was um, I was actually playing. um final final fantasy 15 on my playstation today and uh my wife had fallen asleep for like a nap and then she woke up and she's like what are you listening to is that the soundtrack to this game i was like oh, no i'm listening to a podcast on the uh, on, in the background i turned down like the the master volume of the game and i just listened to podcasts she's like good god i was like well i mean you know i gotta listen to what everybody else is doing i don't want to make the same mistakes they're doing or you know i want to make sure i'm not missing out on something as a creator and, and i'm sure that you do the same thing taylor very much so you don't you don't want to especially in this industry you 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 don't want to be left behind you know yeah. and it's not like technology technology advances faster than any other industry i think but um you know but this this tcg space like it moves so fast you know and there's it's full of so many games, so many rises, so many falls, so many bubbles, so many crashes. It's it's filled with oh, it's we've filled seen, with a massive we've seen roller coasters. The yeah, and you know, and then of course, when then it is impacted by the the it's impacted by the overall collectibles. It's impacted by by you know interest rates. It's impacted by the recession. It's impacted by you know cryptocurrency. So many things that ended up becoming a, a factor or some sort of tether to the TCG space and the collectible space as a whole. The, this market is so volatile, and it, you have to keep up with it. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you drown, right? 
Would you? And for little little young TCG companies and indie TCG companies, for the first year or so, like we witnessed it firsthand. You got to just tread water, man. You got to stay, yeah. keep your head above water, because everything, everything is wanting to keep you down. Everything yeah. is trying to pull you under, and it's just a matter of, you know, I wake up every morning and be like, okay, what's on the agenda today? How can we make a push today? How can we reach an extra one extra person today? You know, oh, yeah. what what's the effort that we can put I, in today that makes us better than the day before? I can I can attest to that that you do that because you and me, we sometimes literally start our mornings off very early, start and we start talking about things. Uh, and, and I know you've already put in like a 16 hour day the day before. And I'm always wondering like, why is this guy awake already? Why is he already, you know, hammering things out? And it's just, it, that's what you do to make this, to continue to make this game the, what it is. Um, and, and you're, you're definitely putting in the work, but, uh, it, the community is also like, we've been talking about, it's a huge part of it. Uh, Matt, um, in my opinion, um, is a huge part of the community, um, He's one producing this podcast for us, but the uh, amount of work that he's put into the discord. Um, I mean, he was working on things on the discord before he even started recording this podcast tonight. So um, everybody plays their, their role within the community. Um, some of us, yeah, we, we might do a little bit different things. We might be doing maintenance stuff in the discord or we might do, we might be creating content uh, we might be creating spreadsheets or these uh, all these different sign-up sheets for things. Um, and then we've just got the people that, you know, are constantly out there playing the game at their LGSs. Like, everybody plays a super important role in the community. Um, and and I, I've said it once, and I'll say it before, and I'll keep saying it. Um, the Legion's Realms at War community is, hands down, the best community I've been a part of for any LGS since I started content creating. Um it's just the the group of people like you every 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 place has that one maybe two bad apples but mm -hmm. even with those bad apples um things are are pretty chill for the most part um you know they say what they need to say and you know nobody really that's sometimes you know when you're a community and somebody says something and you don't agree with it becomes like this two three day battle of wits back and forth and this you know this argument back and forth but usually if somebody says something a little off-putting in the community which is very 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 rare uh nobody really acknowledges it just moves about mm -hmm. the day which it kind of speaks you know volumes as to what the community is like um we just kind of yeah okay whatever and then just go about the day i see a lot of arguments in different discords and i know you do too taylor because you and me are um, members of some of the same discords and some of the things you see going on is just like wow man i can't believe this community is this way like it's very very toxic and i say legions does not have a toxic community at all i don't well, think they do at all it's so like i was welcomed with open arms like given so much stuff on my first day i didn't even know and and i've it's still kept up like that it's it's incredible yeah, well, like I said, when is... you when when you when you when you actually love the game and and you love the community and the people in it, it just doesn't, you know that that work and that effort you put into it, it doesn't. It for me, like you know, Taylor tells me thanks all the time for things I do, and I just don't feel there's a need for that because I don't feel like I've done anything special. It's just anything. I it's just something I would have done regardless because I love the game and I love the community and you know. We want to continue to grow that community, and so I'm like, uh, it's a no-brainer for me. It's it's something I was going to do anyways. Oh, I exactly. appreciate it, thank you, but I I don't need it. Um, it's just it's what I like to do. No, exactly. That's how I feel like. I, like that's exactly how I feel like. I appreciate your thank you, but I really don't do anything, Andrew. I really don't do much. Well, you hit this record button on this podcast, which apparently you know I can do everything else in the world except for that easy <laughs> task. So I mean, there's that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, well, like like you were saying, you know, um, we share we share multiple discords that we're part of in these other communities, other TCG spaces, whether that be other content creators or game stores or, or just uh, just discords about TCGs in general. And most of the time, I'm sure Andrew can attest to this. Uh, I'm a fly on the wall 
you know? <laughs> yeah, I, boy, you sure are. Sometimes I have to look and I'll scroll over to the member list to say, I was like, did did Taylor leave this community? And I'll say, oh, no, he's still there. He just, uh, you're a very, you, you, you're an observer. Uh, like I've said it before as well. Um, uh, we have an old military saying, uh, quiet professional. And that's mm-hmm. usually when somebody's really good at what they do. Um, they're very quiet about it. Um, they, they're more observant than anything. Uh, and that is definitely how Taylor is. I mean, Taylor's only done, has only done what, two interviews, Taylor? Only two interviews, yeah. Uh, one with Louie and one with yourself. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I've seen some of these other game creators pushing out so many different, you know, videos with content, other content creators and, and, and stuff like that. And, uh, Taylor's just, you know, Taylor's just more humble. He's just like, Oh, I got things I got to work on. Um, and if, if you want to, you know, talk to me, he's very, you're very, um, active in the legions, uh, discord. You're, you're pretty active in my own discord from time to time. Um, I mean, my Discord's not really a, a super active one anyways. Uh, it is, it's really sad. I think I put in more work in the Legion's Discord than I do my own sometimes. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just you're you're always kind of just observant, and very quiet, and just very professional, which is uh, I think is a very important thing because uh, you see some of these other creators talk a lot of shit sometimes, or you can tell that you know I I, I was in the army long enough. You can kind of tell if I can tell a phony a mile away. So mm-hmm. sometimes when I watch some of these content. Cre- content creator videos with some of these creators i'm like yeah okay he's putting on a good facade but i know really what kind of person they he or she is um well, to, and, to me just like a, a motto i've had had a long time uh less is more right mm, yeah. and the less you say the more you learn right when you're listening yeah. right it's when you learn the most right yeah. sometimes some people just like to hear themselves talk and I, it's ironic as we say this, as we're, as what we're doing is we're talking to people right now. Right. Yeah. But that it's, the thing is, is like I said, to be able to fly on the wall, you know, to sit back and listen and watch things unfold. You learn so much. You learn so much about people, their integrity. You learn so much about the, the games and where they're headed and what they're doing. Um, and even all of our posts, you know, unless it's like a, lore posts where I can get an opportunity to be creative or when I'm doing spoilers and I have a little like lore segment to attach to it. Every other post is very methodical and very professional and to the point. And, you know, that's, we do the updates that is necessary and, and we be part of the community in other ways like this. Right. And that, that's the important part because we want to make sure, was that thunder? Oh yeah. We're, we're, yeah, we're, we're having a pretty nasty storm right now. <laughs> oh, damn. I was going to say, we, we want to make sure that uh, that we take all the information in, the feedback from the arc, not only our community, but all the other communities, all the other discords we're part of, the content creators that we talk to, the the the, the Discord communities, the the emails, the, the seminars. We want to try and just absorb as much information as we possibly can so we can make the most educated decisions and put our best foot forward all the time. Yeah. I think you've done an amazing job of that though. Like it's, it's incredible. Oh boy. <laughs> the legions are angry tonight. Let me tell you. Good golly. Prometheus yeah, is not happy, rain. man. It's been, it's been pouring down rain all day. So, but yeah, the ambassadors program, uh, super awesome, uh, community program you guys are offering up, uh, you know, chance, for for people to just kind of show the game off to the LGS and and try to get some cool prize support out of it, it's very very cool and probably one of the the neatest things I've seen a TCG um, offer. Well, and it's it's three it's one of three programs, right? It's one of three things that we run. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the ambassadors program is the first one that we launched and it ran and we've got great feedback from it. And we have some members of our community that are been, have been Legion's fan ambassadors. One of them is Jake and he'll be a guest on the podcast at some point. Um, but he's been, he, we met him at fan expo. 
um, him and his sister. They met us on the very first day on the on the Thursday, and they had a VIP pass. I noticed, so I said, you know, come back tomorrow, and we enter into another draw, and it just get people involved in the community. And him and his sister were back every single day, and they came back and they they bought more product, they sat down, they learned more games, they learned more decks. They we entered into the draw multiple times. I believe his sister won a TU Allegiance T-shirt that you'll find available on the Kickstarter. Um, you know, it's just it's things like that that uh and it's those individuals because then what did he do he went on to his lgs and he put the work in and you know he qualifies yeah. for the legion's ambassadors program and because That's of him do. because of him we have a store in in toronto in downtown toronto you know the toughest city for us to crack um in our area and because one community member put the time in and yeah, got us and it's a it's a small store but it's an up-and-coming store they're growing Boy, that thunder's making this podcast very <laughs> ominous, isn't it? Yeah. It's it's an up and coming store, and they're growing, and you know it's in their it's in their first year. But once again, he didn't stop there. You know, he's he's pushing on to contact other bigger stores in in the Toronto area. And I mean, if you're familiar, if you're listening to this in Canada, you obviously know of Toronto. If you're in the states, you probably heard of Toronto, either through the sports teams or not. But it's a city of three million people, right? It's it's one of our largest cities. It's our 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 province's capital city and and it's it's big and if we can crack that and get into a couple more stores in toronto you know we we i think we would look at it as that we conquered our island right right so no exactly andrew i well, want guys, to know I think, one, one thing yeah go ahead so yeah. do you know how toronto is spelled do i know how toronto is spelled yes yeah i'm pretty sure okay yeah. so how do you pronounce it toronto <laughs> Uh, I saw this thing and it said the further you are away from Toronto, the the more like enunciated you pronounce it. Yeah, I can I can I can definitely tell I just did that. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bad trying to make me feel stupid. <laughs> and that's, so that's where the maple leaves are from, correct? <laughs> well, more more importantly, that's where the raptors are from. Yeah. Yeah, I don't why I don't follow hockey. I just I just always thought I heard it was called Toronto Maple Leafs. I don't I don't that, yeah. watch hockey myself. I'm not a big hockey fan, but I'm more of a basketball fan than than I am any other that's, sport. That's the Raptors are the Raptors fan. are the basketball team. Yep. Well, I know, but I was talking hockey, buddy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. There's just whenever Taylor brought up Raptors like, "Wait, I was talking about hockey, but you know." Mhm. I'm one of the few Canadians you'll find that can't stand watching hockey. Thank probably you. Thumb down. It'll probably get Thank thumbs you. down on the podcast just for saying that. But nope. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, that's kind of like how I feel. Um, it, it, you know, football is big here, and I, 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 I cannot stand football. What? I, yeah, I, I can't stand it. It's so it's fun just, to watch. There's nothing, nothing about it interests me at all. I just, you know, I prefer my Boston Celtics sucking every year. You know, fair enough. But uh, yeah, I, I think we better uh, call it a, a night, fellas, before uh, my power goes out because this storm does not seem to be letting up. So uh, I just wanted to take the uh, the night and kind of uh, talk about this ambassador program because I think it's a very cool program that uh, has not been talked a lot about. Well, and I think we should definitely other other nights that we don't have guests on, we should we should touch on some of the other uh, community programs oh, that we wow, have going on. Absolutely, and that's uh, that's actually one of the things I was going to talk to you guys about. We had, there's more community programs and the uh, that are um, available that I definitely want to do some more um, episodes on. Um, so for sure, there's a couple couple really big ones that I want to touch base on. So. And matter of fact, maybe one of our next episodes, if we can't get a guest on, because um, like I said, everybody's got busy uh, work week. Um, maybe we'll discuss one of these other community programs as well. Oh, 100 percent. But uh, I think I, I think we'll call it a wraps there for tonight, fellas, and um, we'll uh, we'll be back with another episode. And until then, I think that uh, it's best said to uh, uh, be the uh, warlord your legion needs you to be. Right, guys? Yeah, that's all right. True. All right, Time I appreciate it. I appreciate the community for uh, for uh, listening. And if you want uh, to check out the ambassador program, go to uh, legionsrealmsatwar.com. Uh, you can find it in uh, their uh, what's it in under the, the news tab? 
There's a news tab, but also under the programs tab, you can see it there. It's all the listed okay. programs. That and we of offer. course, if you follow their Discord, if you follow my Discord, you follow my YouTube channel, you can find pretty much links to all this stuff there. I think we even might have a link to your website in this podcast as well, depending on what platform it posts on and that people listen to. I know with the Spotify and and uh, I believe Apple iTunes and Google Pocket, I believe the link pops up. But I can't remember there was one, even in Pandora, I think it does, but there's one podcast format. I can't remember what it was, but it does not pop up the links. So I'm not, I can't remember which one it was off the top of my head, but. Well, I was going to say that, Andrew, before we left, before we signed off, was you should, uh, you should tell people, obviously, if you're listening to it, they're already listening to it on a certain platform, but where, where else can you find us? So, yeah, well, we record on Anchor FM, as I said before, and what Anchor FM does is once we're done recording, it literally disperses this to every other um, podcast podcast platform. Good golly, I couldn't say that (laughs) at all. Podcast platform there is. Um, Anything from Spotify to Google Podcasts to uh, Stitcher, uh, anything you could think of, that's where this podcast is. iHeartRadio, Apple. iHeartRadio, Pandora. Literally anything that has a podcast platform, no, exactly. this it's, will be on it. It's amazing. It makes it easy for us and for you guys. Like, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. it literally has to do nothing except for um, record. And then once uh, Matt hits that launch button, it automatically does everything for us. It's like the easiest tool in the world. So, yeah, you can find us pretty much anywhere there's a uh, podcast platform. So I know, I know, so I know Caleb listens to Pandora. He told me he's been listening to on Pandora. I'm more of a Spotify person. I agree. My wife's more iHearts radio fan. So, you know, it's a little bit of love for everybody. Just depends on what you're, you know, because, you know, most Android people, they're listening to it on Google podcasts. If you have an Apple iPhone or whatever, it's usually iTunes. So it just really depends on what um, device you're using that where you can find the podcast. No, 100%. But we are everywhere. The legions are everywhere, fellas. That's true. The The realms at war are expanding. Yeah. But I appreciate your time, Taylor. Matt, as always, thank you for your hard work and your time. And, of course, a huge thanks to everybody listening to um, this podcast. Uh, we're not the uh, most professional when it comes to this. It's kind of new <laughs> for us. But I'm pretty sure as uh, kind of like um, legions – does and and my content on my youtube channel does as as we go on we're gonna get better right guys no exactly so yeah but uh yeah we'll definitely touch base on the other community uh programs that you uh, have and of course we have a kickstarter launching um here soon um so for the empires of the rise launch so uh a lot of cool stuff to talk about and then of course uh, you know a long list of guests that we want to have on um but we'll we'll definitely get there and we'll we'll definitely be pumping out new episodes every week for everybody to enjoy so until well, i'm then, sure as you guys are listening to this too before you sign off as you guys are listening to this the kickstarter is live and you know we want you want your support just like we're we've been talking about all episode you know we push we push to help the community and to have the reciprocation back and then we all grow together right so um you know go on there and if you're from the united states we have tiers that are very, very affordable for you. Specifically, um, you know, we're from Canada, so everything's listed in Canadian dollars for us. So you guys have a better dollar exchange than us. So you're you're getting Empires on the Rise booster boxes for approximately sixty six dollars uh, for three hundred sixty cards in a booster box. So I will tell you right now, you're not going to find a cheaper booster box with the uh, Kickstarter. Um, even like uh, I play Vanguard uh, and uh, Vanguard Card Fight, and you can't. I think booster boxes for that are like 50, 60 bucks now, and you're not even getting half of what you're going to get in the uh, Empire's booster box. No, so, exactly. uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's for us here in the US, uh, back in this Kickstarter is definitely a no brainer for us because me and Caleb were literally just talking about it outside earlier before we started this podcast. Um, we were talking about how, how cheap these boxes are compared to what we've bought in the past you know the regular msrp price here for lgs is we've spent so much money on these boxes and like 
when we heard the prices for these, we were just like, oh, you know, it's kind of a breath of fresh air after you've, you know, we spent so much money on the other boxes. We we're kind of like, oh, it's nice to have, you know, be able to get these boxes for such a great cost for us here in the uh, United States. So pretty excited for it, for sure. That and as you see on the on the Kickstarter platform, when you, you go on it, um, we have uh, every every tier is customizable. Even the LGS tiers, we offer great deals for the LGS. Um, but every tier is customizable with with a full array of not 10, not 20, not 30, not 40, but 50 add-ons. Um, we want to make sure that everything in possible that we have to offer from our whole first year, um, you know, obviously you can't have access to Ravaged Lands. It is, it is sold out everywhere. Uh, it was our base set. Um, you know, the print number numbers were very small. And if you're listening to this and watching the and and looking at the Kickstarter, you'll see firsthand listed on there are how smaller print numbers were. So um and we're still a small company with small print run numbers too. So if you guys are collectors out there, feel free to jump in and get these booster right. boxes as well. So basically what you're telling me is I gotta set about thirty five minutes aside tomorrow to be able to scroll through this whole damn Kickstarter. Well, yeah, it uh, it definitely is going to take you probably about 20 solid minutes. Like, I think we have like five or there's five or six videos on there. You, if you're listening to this, you've probably already seen it. So, yeah. Awesome, man. I can't wait. It's going to be super exciting. Uh, I think it's going to be probably the best uh, expansion set to date for. Oh, no, for it's going to be so good. Over, so, yeah, absolutely. But all right, fellas, let's wrap it up there. Um, yep. I know we all got things to do, but again, thanks everybody for listening and, and uh, we'll be back uh, next week with another episode. All right. Yeah. Bye. Till then. All right. Till then. Have a good night, everybody.